The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Not a bad time, I guess. No, I mean I got to go to a water park. For yeah, you a got to days. stay. You got to stay at a, a nice hotel, right? It's a nice little hotel. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been out there at the Poconos before? No. So I'm you got to see that shit for a little bit, even though it's winter time. Yeah. Like, that's cool though. It was. Yeah, it was something. <laughs> something. Something, and then. Yeah, as soon as I came back, you went on vacation again. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. The first time we were out, me and Jim went to Massachusetts to film that that evening with thing that whole music thing we had been planning for months and months and months and months yeah then we came back and then i went back out again to <laughs> to connecticut so yeah. yeah and then i'm going back out again in march aaron and i are driving down to nashville tennessee Ooh, nashville's nice never been my sister-in-law lives there we're gonna be there for like five days that's staying sweet. with her that's sweet when me and dev went like out to um the strip or whatever it is i can't remember what it's called there was a name of a specific street. Yeah, no, like it's kind of like the Chippewa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we rented scooters because you could rent scooters out there. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we were driving scooters We around. may do that. That'll be fun. Yeah, they say, like, don't drive the scooter drunk, but of course <laughs> you drive the scooter drunk. Come on. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. I'm looking forward to going. It should be fun. And then, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that was... I got a new dog. Oh, you did get a new dog. Yeah. How's that going? He just got his nuts clop- clipped he off. He looks other like day. he's like loving being with with Freya. Oh yeah, they love like each he's other. every time you have a picture, he's always digging his head in next to her, like just sitting, laying up next to her. That's so cute, dude. Oh yeah, they're always together. They're always like Aww. making out. It's really gross. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I know the one day she loves having a friend now, huh? Oh, they're boyfriends and girlfriends. Oh wow, like, that's for sure. That's funny. The one day, actually, Lady Love came into town this weekend. Yeah, yeah. And this is her first time meeting Odin. And uh, him and Freya were like, you know, play fighting or whatever. And then all of a sudden Freya starts licking his dick. And she's like, oh, my God, late love. Freya's giving him head. What's going on here? <laughs> oh, my God. Let me tell you what. This is tube time. I'm Chris. I'm Courtney. And um, there was a couple times watching this show when dude's getting head. And I was like, oh, my God, Courtney, what you got going on here? Dude, I was not expecting some of the shit in the show. I'll tell you that. This television show, the whole reason that I even like was like, okay, I changed my mind. This is what we need to watch is because this shit goes zero to a thousand yeah. in like five seconds yeah. flat. Easily. Like what? What network is this on? It's on HBO. That's why they can have that. The, 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 the amount of sex and like almost graphic sex i was like what what the fuck i know it's like this on? softcore porn uh, yeah 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 it's like a lot we're talking about banshee talking about 
I remember the, as soon as I watched it, dude, and that scene started at the beginning, your your voice played again in my head the way you said, like, the reason you picked it, you said, what, Dev was watching it? Somebody was watching it? And, like, a minute into it, all of a sudden, there's just titties and fucking, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, not even two minutes in. I paused the episode just to make sure, and it's like a minute, 31 seconds they in. They don't play. They go but, right in. So we open scene to a prison yard. Yeah. And it's like badass music. Like this episode moves very quickly. Uh Uh-huh. But there's a fucking lot. Yes. And you see like, you know, a prison yard and then all of a sudden some guy's walking out. Like he's just strutting. Our main character. Yes. I'm going to tell you right away this actor. Right. I'm just going to say it now. I like this actor, but. Not for this role. His face bothers me. Yeah. His face looks like he's a chip, like he's holding things in his cheeks. I said he looked like a toddler. Like I thought he looked like a child. Like his right? face, especially when they show the scenes where he's like shaved, yeah, like yeah, freshly yeah. shaved. I'm like, this yeah. dude looks like a child. And he's kind of short. Yeah. So it helps with the whole child. The second thing. he walks out, he's got this look on his face. And I'm like, does he have like, did he get beat up in there? Like, is his face messed up from getting beat up? Or is he holding things in his cheeks? But no, that's just how the dude looks. Yeah. I think that's his like, I'm supposed to, I'm trying to look angry face. Yeah. And he just looks like it he's rough. got, you know, marshmallows. It was a little rough. But overall, I like him. He was good. I, the the act, you know, the character was good. Yeah, I like the acting. Okay, it's just definitely his face because <laughs> I have the same issue. But so <laughs> he's strutting out yep. into the distance. He left and he was walking the a railroad, right? A railroad track, and he goes into a little town and he steals a car. Well, first he goes to the bar. Yeah, that's where the titties are. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I totally—I don't know why I forgot that part. Yeah. When we were just talking about the titties, but so <laughs> yeah, he, when he walks out of the jail and he started like just walking and walking the railroad tracks, I was thinking to myself, well, that's smart, right? A railroad track's going to take you to a town. Yeah. So, and that's exactly what it does. Walks straight to the town, goes to a bar, orders a drink, and starts like making eyes with this bartender, this chick with huge milkers. She ain't playing games. And then all of a sudden, they're in a utility closet. Yeah, it's like um, in the back kitchen. Yeah, like a pantry. Something, Something like that. All I know is they're fecking and you can hear the dishes clanging. They're like, uh, So this is where I say immediately, titties come out, right? Yeah. But you're also seeing his ass. You're also seeing like close to penetration. I was like, okay, this is the yeah. kind of show we're getting into. Like it looked All real. Right. I was like, oh, they All look right. like they're really fecking. Yep. And <laughs> he immediately... Leaves the bar and he steals what looks like a Chevy Nova. <laughs> now, I don't know much about cars and I don't know much about like criminals, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of. I do like slightly illegal things, but not like a lot. <laughs> but one thing I do know is you don't want to steal a car that's super noticeable. And right. I feel like that fucking car was incredibly noticeable. Exactly. But he picked it because he knew that shit was going to fly. He needed something fast. Which fair, but still, yeah. You can't you can't pick a fast car that's like you know a little more like minivanish. So he goes, he takes the car and he drives to a city. Did they say what city? I'm assuming it was like Pittsburgh or Philly. I assumed New York, like city. one of the bigger cities. Well, I guess yeah, you can go to New York City and still get into Pennsylvania from New York City with yeah. no problem, like without it being too long of a drive. Yeah, and I also mm-hmm. assumed New York City because of the salon that they walked in. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what he does. He goes right to a hair salon. But he, it's... Hishi hair salon. Yeah, it's called Hishi. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately, like, the, the dude that owns the place, this Asian guy, or... Yeah, he's a, is he he's gay, but... Yeah. Well, yeah, but he 
just dresses like a woman. Okay, okay. That dude's already like, oh, Jesus, fuck my life. <laughs> As this guy walks by and, and goes into the back room. And we don't hear his name at all yet, do we? Not yet. Okay. But we end up finding out that his name is Job. Okay. And all he's trying to do is assist someone on getting some nice highlights, <laughs> it looked like. Like he's sitting there and he follows our person because we still don't know his name Mm -hmm. down the stairs into the basement where he clearly knows where he's going. Yeah. And this dude doesn't say anything. Job says, I know what you want, Mm -hmm. but I just don't. And then this dude just starts whipping shit, smashing shit because down there is like it looks like the most high tech fucking operation all of a sudden down there. There's like laptops and and in monitors but like nice high-end shit not just like uh this is where they're doing their bookkeeping right and we find out later that that's not what they're doing down there but yeah he just starts whipping that shit around smashing shit and and job that's his name job he's like stop stop doing this he's like i'm not going to give this to you and then he he's about to like destroy one of the other computers like okay 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 damn he goes in and types some shit up and pulls up an address and this lady's name on it and it says Carrie something. In Banshee? Yeah. Pennsylvania. Banshee, Pennsylvania. And he tells this guy, which you can tell that they are friends. Because yeah. clearly I feel like Job They all knew can, each other, yeah. Yeah. I feel like Job would like pull up his corset and handle his shit because- Oh, we know he can. Yeah. Later on we find out he can. Because this dude was whipping fucking computer monitors around like mm-hmm. it was nothing. And Job didn't really respond to this. Right. So- more like he knew that kind of a tantrum, like he's been around it before, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and he told our main character, I know what you're going to do, and you're going, like, you have a new life for you. You're out, you've been in prison for 15 years, and yeah. you're going to the place that you most definitely should be the, the farthest away from. The one place. In the entire world, you, you go have the whole world open to you, but there's the one place not to go, and you're going there. And this dude is just like... Peace out gets the address and he says literally not one word Mm -hmm. and job looked offended by that which (laughs) i mean i was a little offended for job also Mm -hmm. but as soon as he walks out we see alexis parked across the street Mm -hmm. and this like very shifty looking guy staring out i thought it was cops at first i thought the cops were following him right to just just be on top of him to see what he was going to do they look like undercover agents at first they did especially but like the driving around in alexis is what made me think that they were not cops okay. because cops would not have a lexus well i guess yeah you're right they're they're driving like fords right chevys yeah they're okay. driving like regular cars. i mean they're, they've been upgraded from the i wasn't even paying attention to their car that's funny i was just watching the guys in the car but yeah he notices them he notices them right away goes to the car starts it up and these guys are like yep that's him let's go and they follow him and this shit goes zero to a thousand in like half a second because all of a sudden there's fucking shooting a high-speed chase going on crazy action oh like like insane action like movie movie level action is happening like he ends up getting out of the car and running and there this dude jumps out and starts like literally open firing in the middle of of new york city streets right hitting fucking cab drivers and shit your boy sees a guy on a on a bike a, a motorcycle goes and pulls him off right to take the bike the guy the the hitman that's following him shoots and kills the guy next to him yeah there's all a scene where the fucking bus flips, dude, and is like sliding towards him. Yeah, and it's like a double-decker bus. Let me tell you something. And it's like destroying buildings. 
I was all into this so far, right? All the way up until this, and I'm not going to say it, it ruined it, but it because it didn't ruin it. I still enjoyed, you know, the show, but it it took me out a little bit in terms of the over the top action. Like I don't mind action, right? And for a show with what they're trying to do here, I feel like the action could be a little bit more minimal. But the way, like, like the flipping du- double decker bus, and then it comes literally sliding down the street, and he's running, and it's right behind him, and he's running towards the guy that's shooting him. And this guy, you're a fucking hitman, bro. You have, like, if you go to a shooting range, right? You got that little silhouette in front of you, and you're shooting at it. That's literally what he has right now. He has a double decker bus to provide contrast. He's got this guy running right at him, and he's yeah. getting bigger, so he's coming closer to you, and you can't touch him. Yeah. And how many bullets do you have? I know. That's what I was going to say is the preposterousness <laughs> of everything that this main character man gets away with. Yeah. And there's no cops anywhere in this busy ass city. Not one. Like this whole this whole situation like not one co- and this is like a Let's not even just say cop. In this day and age, the day and age we're in, right? And this is only a few years ago, so it still works. There's the whole idea that citizens who are armed and have their guns, right, want to be able to to protect people when something like this happens. Mass shootings happen. They're always like, well, where's a good guy with a gun to take him out, right? So not one of those people on the street had a gun to pull out and be like, all right, let's put this to an end. Apparently not. But the double-decker bus got me, bro. (laughs) I was just kind of like, okay. But I still don't even understand how the double-decker bus flipped. Like, I feel like it just turned the corner, and then all of a sudden it was flipping. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah, I think he shot somebody, the driver or something, and it it swerved and flipped. I think that was it, or maybe it was a car accident that started it. But that's the thing. When it it falls and then does this swinging thing, right? And and he just misses it. He does jumps over the cars and and it smashes into the cars and he gets away and i'm just thinking to myself i feel okay, like the velocity of a double decker bus i don't think it would have been sliding that far well either that or if it was sliding that far and as fast as it was i think it would have like demolished those two cars <laughs> yeah, i don't think it would have just those stopped. cars are just busted out of the way yeah whatever so now now i know what kind of show i'm in i'm like all right this is what it's going to be, this kind of a show, right? Like, over-the-top action, very fueled by, by like, espionage, intrigue, and sex. Yeah, a Let's million percent. Let's do it. So he takes the bike, and he goes to Banshee, drives out to Banshee. Drives all the way out to Banshee from seemingly New York City, which mm-hmm. we have a motherfucking helmet law. <laughs> Everywhere has a motherfucking helmet law, except Texas. He's not getting pulled over. And he hasn't gotten pulled over. Dog! I'm telling you, dude. This man must be touched by a motherfucking angel. (laughs) Oh, we know he is. We know he is. But yeah, he drives out. And but while he's going to Banshee, we start seeing because it'll show us him driving. But then it keeps cutting to this scene happening in a courtroom. This dude's on trial, and the the verdict is coming in. And whether or not this is even going to go to trial, I think, right? Like, it's just, it's the pre-trial or whatever. Yeah, it's like a pre-trial hearing. Or yeah. it's probably like a grand jur- grand jury trial yeah. or something like that to see if it... But the, basically, the judge is like, sorry, guys, this ain't going to work, right? And the lawyer's pissed. Like, he's pissed off. And he makes a comment at the at the the defend, defense attorney, and he's just like, so you got, the, you got the, the judge in your pocket? You know what I mean? Like, the fuck? And... This kid comes up and says something to him like, you got to do, you got to start winning. Like, what the hell? 
and I I th- I think it's that time they refer to him as mayor. And I remember going, did they just call him a mayor? Yeah, I'm like, just call him a mayor. This dude looks like he was just leaving his high school prom. What yeah, do you I mean? Thought, He's the mayor. I thought he was like on trial. Like I thought that this guy was trying to like convict this young guy of something. I yeah, didn't realize so did it was I. the other dude that was sitting there all like Proctor. We find out his name is later, but like I didn't realize it was him. I thought it was this kid. So when this kid came up and then they called him mayor and I was like, oh, this is a, this is a little town. This is a little town. Very little. Yeah. And the attorney kind of looks at the mayor and he's like chill the fuck out dan yeah is what he, <laughs> yeah which you can yeah. tell that like he is kind of a kid i think uh-huh, he's uh-huh. A, a child mayor these 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 older folks are, are telling him what's up but he's like you know we're gonna get there it's gonna take some time but we'll get there yeah is it, this do they mention that the thing about the the other cop coming yet the new sheriff coming yeah they say that he has a meeting and that's what it they're is they're gonna yeah. be meeting him to the next day yeah and the attorney leaves, and he comes outside to see his wife, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Carrie. Boom. Now we know. There's <laughs> Carrie. There is Carrie. And we see a lot of Carrie later. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. So him and Carrie are talking, and they're kind of like let down about the whole trial thing, and Carrie like makes a face. And the attorney says, again? And she goes, yeah. Shaking her head, and then boom, next scene, she has a very rebellious teenage daughter. Yeah. Who... Is like slutting it up. Apparently, yeah. They get it. They're getting home. They're coming to their house, and I love this scene because we're in the inside of their house. We're seeing like this little side table in their in their their hallway with all the pictures, the family pictures, and we can hear them coming up the steps to the door. And you see somebody take the picture, and as he hears the people going, boom, he it moves off. So we obviously know this is our dude, right? Yeah, he's here. They open the door. They come in. Yep. And your girl's in trouble for kicking a teacher, a, a substitute teacher. Yeah. And like, you can't be kicking him. She's like, he was trying to look down my shirt. And the attorney's like, well, if your shirt wasn't so low, maybe he wouldn't be looking. And I'm like. And that's what she said, too. She goes, oh, you're just going to blame me if he does something. Which, yes, reasonable. But to be fair. Give me a break. Come on. Like, she is definitely slutting it up oh yeah like, she is definitely hardcore slutting it she's up she's definitely doing that yeah like she's yeah she's <laughs> she's definitely going through a phase she's wearing like the it's rebellious like, yeah. yeah like i went through my dark lipstick phase i mean i emo, still like it emo yeah. face it's well yeah it's like almost emo because she was wearing a lot of like maroons it's new emo it's yeah. new it's it's the emo of the generation now like that's what yeah. that is what our emo was is that yeah really i think so yeah red there's some red in there. There's the black, the real heavy black eyeliner. Yeah, I guess. Almost I mean, almost like that that um, Death Note school girl kind of thing going to. Yeah, I, I can, can see, see that. that. I can see that. But she's got colored hair and, you know, she's yeah, like punky. screaming. A little bit of punk in there. Yeah. And, you know, her parents don't really reprimand her, though. No. They just kind of tell her, like, dude, fuck off. Like, yeah. stop acting like an asshole. Yeah. And so she storms upstairs, whatever, the the son, who seems to be like just a Younger, little nerd. Yeah. Uh, the mom asks, or Carrie asks the son, do you have your inhaler? Because he's like in there <laughs> fucking coughing and weaving and yeah. yeah. And you can tell that their house is pretty like average American chaos. Yeah. Yeah. And did you notice, and, and I I realized why, because at first I was like, what the fuck? Why wouldn't they, f- whatever house they chose to film in, why wouldn't they fix it up a little bit more? But later on, I realized why. But did you notice how dirty the house was? Like, if you, you looked at the kitchen and the cupboards and stuff, it had a lot of grime, like that, that use grime, because everything was painted light. Yeah. So it was 
it was dirty. I was like, ooh, that's a dirty ass house. Yeah. Well, it's because it's a little bit more run. Like when they were first walking into and they opened the door, like the doorway looked like it was all chipped and stuff. Like it was, it was, it's a beat up house. Yeah. Lived in. You yeah. Know? Well, well used. With kids, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So so um. They're talking for a little bit, and the husband's like, "All right, I'm gonna go go upstairs and take a shower or whatever." And she's uh she starts washing dishes or some shit. Yeah, like sorting through the mail. Yeah. And she looks outside, and who does she Backyard. see? Backyard. Your boy, prisoner. Because we still don't know his name. We just know he's a prisoner. Yes. We, or or ex felon. Ex felon. Yes. Who knows her? Yeah. Well, and she looks like she just seen a ghost. She is terrified. She turns back to see if her husband's there and then looks back outside and he's gone. Yep, and she runs outside. Mm-hmm. And we see her husband upstairs in the shower smoking a cigarette, <laughs> which I am like, did douche. Why are you smoking inside? So this is a thing I've seen a lot in movies. I don't think that does anything because like you can you walk into a bathroom, even if somebody just took a hot shower, it's going to smell like smoke if you've yeah. been smoking in there. So what is this mentality of having a window open and running a shower that's going to get rid of the smoke? It doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Why Cigarette do they do this? smell sticks <laughs> so to horrible. everything. If you want to smoke inside, smoke weed. It goes away. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, and then the daughter's sneaking out too. She's sneaking off with her friend, sneaking out of the house. So we see all of this like happening all at once and the daughter notices ex felon on the motorcycle taking off leaving and he decides to go to a bar yeah he goes to a bar because he's not sure what to do right now when he walks inside you see like a a plate already set at the bar there's like Mm -hmm. a beer and a dinner i don't know Mm -hmm. some fries and when he sits down the bartender looks at him and goes i'm sugar Mm-hmm. And you look like you've had a rough day. So how's a how about a whis- whiskey neat? Yeah. And he's like, sure, I'll take that. Yeah. And he tells him. One he says, "Are you coming or going like that?" He goes, "I haven't decided yet." So he's like, "Hmm." He, he looks at him like, "Okay." And he like really looks at him. And what did he say? Where were you sitting, or where'd you sit? Yeah, where'd you sit? And that's I guess that's the lingo, right? You've been in prison. That's he knew it immediately. This guy's a prison, an ex felon, just got out. And uh, but where are you coming from? And he tells him whatever the jail, the prison was he came from. That's when the bartender, what was his name? The bartender? Sugar. Sugar. He says, I did 11 years in Alabama and like, boom. So right away, they know they can trust each other because they talk the same talk. They've had the same kind of experiences. Yeah. And while they're kind of talking hush hush, someone comes out of the bathroom. Yep. And he sits down. And he just decides to buy everyone around. Mm-hmm. And so Sugar goes, oh, man, all these tourists buying me drinks today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the guy says, well, I'm not a tourist. Come Monday, I'm going to be the new motherfucking sheriff in town. Yep. And they kind of stop their conversation. Yep. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay. So he kind of starts telling them, you know, it's my first day. I'm supposed to meet the, the mayor. Yeah. Well, yeah. Lucas Hood. Yeah. Lucas Hood explained that he was hired instead of having a vote taken like you normally would have mm-hmm. for a sheriff because there's a lot of corruption in mm-hmm. Banshee. Mm-hmm. And, and the new mayor wants to clean up town, wants to clean that up. So as he's talking, these two scummy looking dudes come walking in mm-hmm. and Sugar's just like, oh, great. Yep. And a dude walks up to the to the bar, puts a gun on the counter and says... You know what to do. Mm-hmm. They're coming to shake him down, get their money. And Sugar asks him, does your boss know you're here? 
And he's like, eh, don't worry about that. Yeah. So clearly, whoever his boss is does not know. Right. But the sheriff, or supposed to be new sheriff, mm-hmm. is looking a little agitated. He's oh, like yeah. really chewing on that steak. Yeah. But and he just keeps eating, too. He knows this is going down right next to him, and he just keeps eating. Yep. And our other guy, who we still don't know his name, mm-hmm. he is a couple shots deep, like, what, three in, like, five seconds? Yeah. So he's feeling it a little he's bit. He's feeling it, but he's also, like, very hyper aware right now. Like, mm-hmm. he's, like, he knows he's there's a situation about to go down. It's almost like he's preparing himself for what's about to go down. And the, I don't know, scumbag notices the sheriff chewing mm-hmm. a little loud. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we bothering you over here? <laughs> And the sheriff's like, no, this is a really good steak. And, you know, I feel myself in a situation where I'm going to have to kill you. So I think I want to finish my steak before I eat that ass. So (laughs) (laughs) these dudes are like, are you out of your fucking mind? He puts the gun up on his head. Like, you fucking kidding me right now? And to be fair, I mean, reasonable. Yeah. Like he is the one with the gun. But Sheriff ain't no joke because he fucking stabs this dude with the fork that he was using to eat his steak and he just starts whooping ass. Yeah. So turn, boom, turn up the action now again, right? Good. Bar fight style action, that kind of stuff. Guns start coming out, ends up in a standoff. I'm like, all right, I get this, right? He's got one gun. The other one's here. All of a sudden, your boy, Mr. X Felon goes, oh, Jesus Christ, right? This guy is outnumbered. So he gets up. And starts just walks in the middle of it and stands in front of the guns like, all right, fellas, listen, this is what we're going to do. He looks at the cop. He's like, you're just going to let them take the money. Okay. You're outnumbered. We don't need to have this go down. They're just going to take the money. They're going to go. You're going to forget it happened and everybody's going to be all right. And he's like, I'll pay Sugarback whatever money that they take. Yeah. And he looks at the felons and he's like, you guys, like, is it really reasonable to kill somebody over two hundred dollars like and one of you is definitely going to die in the process does it really make sense Yep. so like why is this even necessary right now yep well none of them decide to listen no because the cop decides not to he's like fuck you and hits him and knocks him out of the way and that's when the shooting starts dude and your boy the cop gets a a hole shot through his hand this in this scene this whole thing for me was the double decker bus of this scene i was like okay but like we had to do this whole let me look through it thing and like i mean they uh, do it in from dusk till dawn too i know but that's a different kind of movie you know what i mean but i guess not that's the thing this is this show has that so but it did kind of i was like uh, all right i guess we're gonna do that yeah well homie gets fucked up yeah he gets shot like a lot yeah in the stomach but here comes x felon man he comes in and just starts whooping ass snaps dude's arm bones shooting through and like did you see that like the way the bone like broke through the skin yeah, what is that called the compound fracture yes. of the oh, arm fuck. like oh jesus as soon as i seen that i was like how did that happen uh, how he do that like yeah. that's a lot he just grabbed it and snapped man, and then he up. grabbed the steak knife and he just stabbed the dude in the kidney like like he was shiving times. him like yeah. he was in prison that, like, as soon as he did that i was like that's prison right there that pop 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 get it all in at once oh yeah like i was like god damn that was a lot yeah and then the other guy who gets up and he starts fighting with him and like the 
the other guy seems to be a bit bigger than our yeah, felon. Yeah. And so he's like almost got him down to the bar. And so our felon, as a last resort, decides to take the A1 sauce <laughs> and he fucking jams it down this dude's throat. Like, yeah. Ping, ping, smacks it into his uh, mouth. That was a little, a little overboard, too, but I get it. <laughs> I was trying to, like, as it was happening, I was like thinking of the the actual yeah like biology how, of that yeah like i don't think that would even work like i feel like if you did that it would like just bounce back yeah, out I like don't i don't know think i don't know it would go down the throat exactly yeah but Personally. the way the guy dies works because he falls back on a fucking anvil yeah and like who has an anvil it was like an anvil from like tom and jerry yeah it's just kind of part of the decor of the place but yeah he falls right back on it. his skull just impales on it Bonk. oh god and sugar's just like well, this just happened. <laughs> yeah, he's just sitting there going, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> oh, shit. And, and, the, and the cop's dying. Like, he's just like, uh, this is, uh, tomorrow's my first day. Like, what the fuck? He's like, I hope mom was right about God. And I was like, oh, <laughs> damn. But he asks if he's dead. Yeah. Yeah, am I, die- am I dead? And, and yeah, X-Phone's like, yeah, dude, sorry. <laughs> my bad, bro. Now, and Sugar, like, though, is like, all right, bro, you need to get the fuck out of here. You just got out of prison. You do not need to be around this, which is cool because, again, they formed a bond immediately kind of knowing their situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean, man? I got to He's like, no, just go ahead. Get out of here. I'll take care of these bodies. What are you going to do? He's like, I got things I could do. Which Sugar used to be a boxer, so maybe he's got that stamina, you know, running bodies out into the yard. Mm Mm-hmm. And burying them. <laughs> yep. So then we cut back to what's her name's house, right? Carrie's house. She's sitting on the uh, at the window, like literally <laughs> drinking wine, just staring out the window, waiting to see if he's going to show up again. I have such a weird thing with Carrie because sometimes I feel like she looks really young, mm-hmm. and then sometimes I feel like she looks really fucking old. Do you remember that Seinfeld episode when he dated Two Face? She was pretty in certain lighting, and then in certain lighting, he'd look at her and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's all crazy looking. <laughs> That's literally how it feels. That's how it feels. Because like, when you look at her straight on, she's like beautiful. Mm-hmm. But then when you look at her from the side, you could tell she's like tired and old and <laughs> yeah. like just... You could tell she looks like a fed up mom. Yeah, I think that's what they kept trying to show us. They wanted to keep showing us that there was a lot of different sides to this woman because we didn't know anything about her yet, but it's coming. Oh, yeah. Because all of a sudden she does see him out there. And so she runs outside. Mm -hmm. And this is where we find out her relationship with him and what happened. Kind of because it's just through conversation that you found out that they did some shit. They stole... $10 $10 million worth of diamonds. Yes. F- out from under whoever was masterminding the, the robbery in the first place. Like they were stealing from somebody else who was the criminal of trying to get this shit. Yeah. And they that, took off. That guy's name was Rabbit. Yes. And Felon is like, well, what the fuck? Like, where were you? Mm-hmm. I took the rap for us. Yeah. I led I, them away so that they wouldn't get you. You know, you didn't even come by and see me. And she's like, no. I came up to those gates. I just couldn't do it, which I'm like, mm, cop out. Yeah, she didn't go. She didn't go see him. No, she didn't. She did not. And he's like, so you got kids? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, my son's eight and my daughter's 13. And you can see him doing 
stuff in his head like 13 she doesn't look 13 she looks older than 13 which i think that that's his kid personally. yeah and i think that's what it is because she makes a comment about having had a, uh, a miscarriage mm-hmm. she had a miscarriage after whatever went down so uh, yeah i think that's the the deal with that and that's what he was trying to figure out in his head like if that was really you know could that be his daughter yeah and then he's that's when she tells him i'm not i'm not this person anymore i'm carrie now because what was the name anna anna yeah she's like i'm not anna anymore i'm carrie and like, oh. these two kept getting uncomfortably close to each other for a yep. lady with a husband. Mm-hmm. And she kept getting all the, <laughs> 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 no, no, stay away. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the very breathy like responses and stuff. It was mm-hmm. very kind of cheesy, <laughs> but pretty much like she just told him, you need to stay away. Yeah. This I is have different. a husband. Yeah. I have a family. I don't owe you any responsibilities and you're going to lead this old fucking dude that wants to kill us right to me. Yeah. Like what the fuck? And that's why he's like, well, where the fuck are the diamonds then? And she's just like, I don't have them. She basically says that after that had gone down, somebody else basically got the drop on her and stole them. And that's when she makes a comment like, look at this house. Do you really think I'm sitting on $10 million worth of diamonds? You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, that helps this story if we see the house dirty and kind of could have been fixed up, but they didn't fix it up, even like the minor shit. You know what yeah. I mean? That made sense. So, um, but yeah, we now we find out that's why he had been in prison because some shit went down, cops were on them, and he took off and took the rap. And she was supposed to go away with the diamonds and hide them and come see him for a while until he got out, and then they'd meet up after. And after this point happens, you get a lot of like random flashbacks yeah. to like the two of them when they were young and at this time. Yeah. So it's very like... And they're kind of talking about the the upcoming thing that's about to happen and rabbit and little thing like little conversation pieces. And so you get the feel of that stuff happening. And our felon is very upset right now. Yeah. So he's just like, so I don't get the money or the girl. Like, yeah. are you fucking for real? What the fuck was I in there for then? He's like, I was there. I'm prison for 15 years. Like, bitch, for real. I could feel why I could feel that, though. I could understand why he was upset. Yeah. Which yeah. Definitely fair. So he decides not to get out of town. He decides to go back to sugar who's loading the bodies up into his truck. <laughs> and he sits down in the front seat and he's just like, so you figure out where yet? And he's like, not yet. <laughs> yeah. So they drive off and basically he decides, listen, I'm going to help you take care of the bodies. We're going to do this. They start digging the holes, right? They got the bodies laid out, ready to go in the, in the dirt. And a cell phone goes off on the cop's person. And instead of just letting it ring out... Or just smashing it so nothing else pings. Jesus fucking Christ. That's like... It was ping there, dude. Yeah. Now now we know. You answered it. With the dead body. He did, though. He answered it. Yeah, he did. He answered it. And he's like, hello? (laughs) And Sugar's just like, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) White people. Yes, exactly, (laughs) That's exactly what he was thinking. And on the other end, we hear it's the mayor. He's like, hey, I'm really looking forward to finally meeting you in person and getting to see what you actually look like. And I'm like, you hire someone without even knowing what they look like? I guess, right? You don't even look them up on Facebook? And the whole time he's sitting there listening to this and you could see his mind's already starting to work. He's looking down at the body. He's looking at the badge, right? He's just like, hmm, okay. And he's like, yeah, can't wait. Tomorrow at one at whatever. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah. See you there. So he hangs up the phone and Sugar's like, I hope you have a master fucking plan, bro, because yeah. I don't know what the hell you're doing. Yeah. And 
he calls Job. Yeah. Well, first he says to him, you need a place to stay. So we find out Sugar gives him a little room upstairs, like in this, like where he keeps all his shit, basically. It's almost like an attic, but it's not. It's a room above his his bar. So he ends up going to sleep. Yeah. But he has like an anxiety attack. He has a crazy dream. Yeah. And he wakes up on the floor. Mm-hmm. Didn't make the bed for some reason. Yeah. Well, because he's from in prison. That's uh, that's a thing I've heard about. And I wonder if that's why they put it in this is that, you know, a lot of times people did long bids in prison when they get out mm-hmm. the hard beds and stuff that they're so used to that when they try to sleep in a regular mattress, it's they can't they they toss and turn. They can't. They'll literally start sleeping on the floor again. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they're used to the hard. That crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. But he wakes up and he just starts running. Like yeah. running. No shirt. Nope. Didn't look like he had on any woods. shoes. And he ends up at a lake. Yep. And I'm just like, all righty then. <laughs> this, I guess he's having, which I mean, reasonable. He did have a lot happen since yeah. he got out of prison. Yeah. Like It's only been like a day. Yeah. And, you know, it's a lot. Yep. So I don't really remember what happened. Here we here we cut cut to the next morning, and we're with Carrie and her new husband and Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, the softcore porn. He is fucking going to town on that pussy. Yeah. Holy shit, dude! Eating that cherry pie. I was like, so here's the thing. Like I was like, okay, like you could film it and where you don't have to show much, you can do this because even knowing nowadays when it comes to actors and the acting and like they have, they have, they have people on set now for this. Like they have people on set to make sure both actors are completely comfortable in whatever situation they're in that if they need to, they put little pillows between things and stuff. That's not happening here. No, this, this scene was, I think was happening because I don't know how you emulate and show that much and it not really be happening. I don't know. Because he was like grabbing her ass and like doing the whole thing. He nine. was digging his face in there, dude. Yeah. Like just like like insane. Yeah. <laughs> it was insane. I was like, what the fuck kind of show is this? And what s- is happening? And you see it all. Like Carrie's little titties, all of yeah. it. Because she is part of the itty bitty titty committee. And she, <laughs> and she though, she's getting into it, right? Which is great. It's her husband, but we get to see what she's thinking of. And we see her flashes, and it's all the felon, the ex-felon. Yeah, and that's Damn. all she's thinking about. And I was like, aw. And she's getting even more excited the whole time. The more like you start seeing things in her fan, like what she's remembering, her memories. Damn. Yeah. I was like, all right, okay. That's like, this show. Poor husband. That's this show. <laughs> and as soon as he finished up, she's like, oh, give me a kiss, honey. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Jesus. Thanks so much while I was thinking about something else. Yeah. But so then we cut scene to the felon and he's sitting in his truck mm-hmm. and he's getting ready to go meet the mayor now. Yeah. He's anxiety. He's got anxiety right now. Now he's freaking out. He's like, I think he's just really questioning why he did that. You know what I mean? He's like, oh God. All right. Hey, nice to meet you. Good morning. Nice to meet you. He's like yeah. going over how to say it. But prior to this, he had a conversation with Job. Oh yes, that's right. He calls Job up. And he asks Job to get him IDs, credit cards, everything. Yeah. And make him a new person. Yeah. And he wants to be Lucas Hood. He wants to take someone's identity. Yep. And he's like, I could do that. I can do anybody. And he's like, unless it's a fucking police officer, what the fuck? And he's like, you just did prison for 15 years for being an infamous thief. And you want me to make you a fucking cop? You dumb bitch. And I yep. love it. Because then yeah. he's like, so you can't do it. And he goes, suck my tit, bitch. I can. 
Job um, is like my favorite character yeah. in this. I wish he was in it he a lot more. Badass dude. He's amazing. Yeah. But our felon ends up. Now we can call him Lucas. Yeah. Lucas. Now we can call him Lucas because yeah. we never find out his actual name. No, he's Lucas Hood now. And uh, he gets up and he goes into the diner and <laughs> the kid. Yeah. The mayor. Mayor turn, the kid. He turns around and Lucas is like, hey. And he goes, oh, Lucas Hood? And he's like, yeah, let's mm-hmm. talk. So they just start discussing the situation, why he's there, why mm-hmm. he was hired, which pretty much he was hired from the outside because they need him to take down Proctor. Right. And he says, no matter what, people on uh, in the police force, people in the judicial system, they're all in this guy's pockets. And he's just he's basically like a super successful businessman in that area. I mean, we find out there's more to it, but like he's known in the area as being the meat guy. Like he owns the meat, the meat company, the the meat plant in town. And he's very, like he has a lot of influence, a lot of money. He's probably on the board of a bunch of things in that town. Like he's well known, this Proctor guy. Yeah. And according to the mayor, he says there is no crime that doesn't start and end in his pockets. Right. And prior to this meeting, um, Lucas was with Sugar, mm-hmm. and Sugar had told Lucas to get in the back of the, uh, the yeah, shop and yeah, to yeah. to remain hidden. And we find out that Proctor was actually is actually the man from the very beginning yep. who was getting dismissed of the racketeering charges that he yep. was being charged with. So Proctor is not what you would perceive to be a scary criminal. I guess like he doesn't look scary to no. me. No. But you find out this motherfucker's scary. Yeah. So Lucas is just like, okay. Well, he was asking, he's asking Sugar. He's like, uh, have you seen my friend, my guys, you know, my dude? And he's like, oh, you talking about the bald guy? He's like, no, nah, didn't see him. He's like, you sure about that? He's like, yeah, didn't see him. If he did come in, I must have missed him. And I'm thinking to myself, that place is not hopping. No. Okay. So he knew saying that was letting Proctor know, like, I just didn't see him. Okay. Yeah. And when Proctor's walking out, he looks down at that anvil. It just starts touching it. And I was like, was there blood on it still? Well, no. Prior to him walking in, Lucas was cleaning it. Oh, that's what it so was. So it was probably wet. Okay. Yep. Yep. And he asked Sugar about the picture of yeah. his fight. Yeah. Sugar used to be a boxer, an old school boxer. Because when he first met the ex-felon, new Lucas, he talked about being a boxer. He had been a championship boxer. There was a picture up on the wall. And he even talked about having a championship belt over the bar, but he had, you know, it had gotten rid of or it went somewhere. He said somebody took it or something. He said he pawned it. Oh, did he say it right away? Yeah, he said he pawned it to pay for some bills. That's what it was. But the picture's missing now because a bullet hole had gone into it. Yeah. And so, yeah, Proctor notices that. But Sugar just says that he was having it reframed or whatever because he broke it. So Lucas is so that's when he after that he goes and talks to the mayor yeah and young mayor talks to him about what's going on and proctor and he's like so basically he says uh to the mayor he says so basically you brought me here to just take out one guy that's it and he's like yeah yeah but i don't think you understand what that means yeah and it it is a lot yeah because as we find out but the mayor's then like okay well let's go to the caddy shop (laughs) he's like i know you don't start till monday but you know let's go to the caddy and he's like like, the fuck's a caddy so apparently because their sheriff's department had burned down and all Mm -hmm. that stuff and they didn't have the funding to get new cars Mm -hmm. a cadillac dealership had resolved so they made a deal to get their cadillacs and use the old building the old showroom (laughs) yeah (laughs) as the precinct which all right 
Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Cool. So they go there. He gets introduced to people right away. Gets introduced to the secretary. And she's like, mm, "Okay, what's up, sheriff?" Oh no, that secretary was on the phone with some girl before they walked in. <laughs> like she's at work, and she's like, "Oh, bitch, you need to leave that man. <laughs> if you don't leave that man tonight." <laughs> and then the mayor's like, "Oh, hey, Sherry," and she's like, "Oh, hi." How uh-huh. y'all doing? Uh-huh. Nice to meet you. Oh, you're and, the new sheriff. And as soon as he walks by, she's like looking at his ass. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> but <laughs> but he meets, so he gets to meet some people, right? He gets introduced to um, a couple of the police, police officers. One of them very stern, very kind of like looking at him like, I don't trust you kind of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this one woman cop comes in with a... a uh, somebody she just arrested she's wrestling him down talking fuck you shut the fuck up talking shit to him and stuff and she's like hey uh this is our new mayor she's like god damn it couldn't you tell me that first because <laughs> she was like getting all on that criminal man yeah and he didn't seem to mind though no, no he don't care and she told him she was gonna remove his testicles if he tried to fight her one more time <laughs> which i found hilarious yep. by the way <laughs> yeah but you all you meet i think his name was emmett or emmett, the black guy yeah mm-hmm and there, so there's like three mm-hmm. detect, uh, I don't know. Officers. Officers. Yeah. yeah. Three officers and Lucas will be their deputies? sheriff. Deputies, deputies, right? Sheriffs yeah. and deputies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For little so, towns. I think that's what they're called. Yeah. So there's three deputies. The one deputy was mad hot because he was supposed to be the new sheriff. Yeah. And, he's the stern one that doesn't like him. Yeah. Yeah. And Lucas is just like, all right. Yeah. Okay. So the mayor tells the stern one yep. to give Lucas a ride around town. Yeah. Show him around town. Show him what's up. And so Lucas right away is just kind of calls him out for being an asshole. And yeah. he's like, hey. Did I catch you on a bad day or something? That's what he says. Yeah. Like, what's your issue here? Yeah. And they don't even really get to say anything because they go past these guys harassing some Amish people. Yeah. The lumber yard while they're, they're getting their lumber. And the stern officer says... Oh, those are the Moody boys. They like to beat up on the Pennsylvania Dutch because they yeah. make furniture. And yeah, it takes the, away their jobs. Yeah, yeah, the Amish take away their business. So Lucas and him decide to go walk up on the Moody boys. Yeah, Lucas is called. like, well, let's go see what's going on. I want to go over there now. And I'm like, yeah, he mm-hmm. likes it. Mm-hmm. Going into the action. And Lucas can fight. So oh, I can yeah. see why. Yeah. He walks in and the the stern sheriff is just like, hey, hey, hey. Guys, calm down. Leave it alone. Yeah. And Lucas is just like, what's up? Like, what's your issues? Yeah. And the one guy is just like, well, who the fuck are you? Like, why are you even here? And he's like, well, I'm going to be the new sheriff. And he's like, well, you're not in yeah. a uniform. Well, the dude also looks at the stern guy. He's like, I thought you were going to be sheriff now. And he's like, well, that's what I thought, too. And so now we're like, oh, so that's why he's got a chip, too. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, he's like, so where's your uniform, Mr. Sheriff? He's like, well, I don't technically start till tomorrow. And he goes... So you're a civilian right now. So technically, if we kick your ass right now, we're not kicking an officer's ass. And he's like, I was hoping you'd pick up on that. So that's why you knew he wanted to get in. He wanted to go in there and fight. He oh, just yeah. wanted to, dude. I think he kind of wanted to show the stern guy, too, that like he's not to be fucked with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they decided to try to jump Lucas. Yeah. It's like four or three. Four. Yeah. On one. Yeah. But he's he's fighting him off, fighting oh, yeah, him off he's big time, his own. P- pissing him off so much so one dude grabs a two by four to go smack him over the head with it or a two by two piece of wood, and somebody stops him immediately. It's like uh uh-uh. uh, stop. Grabs his hand, and when the camera pulls back, you see it's Proctor. Proctor's like Mr. Moody. 
you thought that like four on one wasn't enough that mm-hmm. you wanted to use this yeah to try to fight him and the guy you could tell is immediately terrified yes he's, he's like, like oh shit mr proctor my bad i'm so sorry i was just you know it was a little dispute nothing not a big yeah. deal yeah. and proctor's like well i think diva should go over there and help these fine gentlemen over here load their lumber back up because they need to be on a schedule. And so the Pennsylvania Dutch that they were just bullying, yeah, they decide, or well, they have to go help now. Yeah, and you find out why in a minute because whilst helping the Pennsylvania Dutch, the one guy calls one of them a duchy, a fucking duchy. Yeah, and you can see Proctor caught it. He kind of looked over. And then turn back to Lucas and he goes, oh, and who are you? And he's like, "Uh, I'm Lucas Hood. And Proctor says, the new sheriff. Mm -hmm. He goes, yeah. And immediately Proctor gives him a business card and says, hey, stop by the slaughterhouse. I'll set you up with some steaks. (laughs) Already trying with the bribes. Yep. Yep. And Lucas is just like. Mm, Yeah. Talk to you later. All right. I think I'm going to walk back, by the way. He doesn't even want to ride back with the dude. He's like, I'm going to walk. Well, he wants to walk because he sees what he thinks is his daughter driving by in a car with some guy. Yep. (laughs) And while they're walking or while he's walking to go see where this girl is, Uh he walks by a pawn shop. And inside of that pawn shop, you can see Suga's championship belt. Yeah. So I'm going to guess that he's probably going to steal it later. Oh, yeah. But, you know, that's just me. Yeah. Cut back to Proctor, though, as everybody's leaving and he's staring and talking to the he starts talking to one of the, 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 the Dutchmen, the Pennsylvania, the Amish guys, and he calls him dad. You all right, dad? And the guy's just not talking to him. He's facing away from him, not talking to him. And so I was like, oh, okay. Proctor was one of these these kind of the Amish families mm-hmm. where he had that, what's that thing where they're allowed to go away for a Room week or Springer. something? So he got to do that and stayed away because obviously he lives in the, this world. He has businesses, you know what I mean? Uh, and dad's not too happy about that. Well, he's probably not too happy about that because Proctor is a fucking criminal master. I wonder how much he knows of that though. You know what I mean? I don't know. We haven't seen much. I mean, have, did you watch more? Uh, I did watch more. Okay. But I think I'm only like three episodes in, so we don't know okay. too much about Proctor yet. Okay. So Proctor... He kind of just like after he says whatever to his dad, he walks away. Mm-hmm. He leaves. And Lucas is kind of eyeing this girl and keep watching her. Yeah. And she's like making out with some dude hardcore. Yeah, like I thought they were about to fack in the car. I was too. I was like, I, okay, this is going to be a little much if we get like teen action happening now. You know what I mean? But yeah, she she stops him too right away. She's like, you know what? I got to go. I yeah. was like, ooh, shit. <laughs> And I thought what was going to happen was I thought he was going to force himself on her and then Lucas was going to come in and pop, pop, pop. But that didn't happen. Yeah. That would have been a lot. That dude's just like, I love you, hanging out the window and shit. Yeah. And while she's walking by Lucas, he bumps into her and steals mm-hmm. her wallet. Mm-hmm. And he looks at her ID and he goes, 13 my ass. Mm-hmm. So she's older yeah. than what what's her face said. Yep. So I think it's his kid. I think so too. <sighs> I think so, too. She has to be 15, right? I think so. Yeah. Damn. But either way, acting like this at 15 years old, I would whoop my daughter's ass. Yeah. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. God. Yep. But Lucas says to the girl as she walks by, like, hey, aren't you supposed to be in school? Mm -hmm. And she's like, should be. Like a little fucking (laughs) stink ass. Yep. And and he's like, well, why can't your boyfriend just drop you off? She goes, who says he's my boyfriend? And he's like, hope he's not your brother. <laughs> and she kind of giggles and keeps going. I was like, okay. 
but yeah, he's pissed, dude. He knows that that's not that wasn't true. Yeah. So we cut back now to the slaughterhouse, mm-hmm. and you see like a bunch of cows, and you know Proctor's like doing whatever, and he has a meeting with Mister Moody, an assistant. First assistant comes in, and I'm thinking to myself, this is he assistant comes in and shows him some papers, some financial stuff, mm-hmm. and he's just like, listen, why are the strip clubs losing money? And dude's like, well, it's the economy right now. He's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, men will always pay, find a way to pay for sex and alcohol get some money and so that all happens right here on the floor of the slaughterhouse while he's working and cutting cutting steaks out right mm-hmm. and and i'm thinking to myself okay i guess but i think this kind of a meeting would have happened in an office in a boardroom you know what i mean i guess but proctor just doesn't strike me as your like average business he has man. to be the it has to be this criminal style thing so that's why it happens like that you know what i mean well, but then you're right mr moody comes in to go back to what you said, though, I think it's also because Proctor was Amish and the Amish uh, are constantly working. True. So okay. I think that's part of why he wouldn't stop for a meeting. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that works. That works. So Mr. Moody comes walking in and Proctor is like talking to him just kind of normal. And he's like, so Mr. Moody, you know, the Pennsylvania Dutch are or the old Pennsylvania Dutch find it very offensive Yeah. to call them. Dutchies. It's like a derogatory term for them. And I swear I heard you call my father a fucking Dutchie earlier. And he just fucking hauls off and punches him in the face while he's holding a thing that kills cows. Yeah, it's that. It's the, um, what do you call the, it? The like bolt The thing. bolt that hits them in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Stuns them. Yeah. And he just starts wailing on this dude, like punching him in straight in the mouth. Yeah. Not even like bashing in the face. his teeth in, dude. And blood's getting everywhere, all over his shirt, all over his uh, hands. Yep. And he looks at Mr. Moody and he goes, "Now pick up your teeth and put them back in your bigoted mouth and get uh, the fuck out of here." And I yeah. was like, "Oh wow, Proctor ain't fucking around." Yes. Now that's that's when we get the gravity of like how bad this guy can be. And that's like a, a small thing. You know what I mean? So I'm sure he's got some shit he's had go down. And that's why everyone fears him. Yeah. And everybody in that town that talks about Proctor says like he doesn't fuck around. Yep. Like if you're not with him, you're against him kind of thing. Like yep. if he's not in it, he'll burn it to the fucking ground. Yeah. Yeah. And he seems very capable of that, I feel. Yeah, for sure. Especially with his weird like. Oh no no! Anti Pee Wee Herman looking assistant that looks like he can fucking throw down. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah yeah. So Proctor immediately he leaves the slaughterhouse and he goes home mm-hmm. and he walks in and he's just got like bitches in lingerie sitting in his living room or something. Yeah. And he goes you and some black girl walks out in, into his bedroom. Just gets up and goes in. Yep. And he throws like one of those little bonnets at her. <laughs> yeah, the little Amish bonnets. Yeah. And she just starts going to town and like. But they didn't. So he. What's the deal here? Okay, when it came to showing dude like going crazy on his wife in between her legs, they went so close to the edge of showing it to you. Whereas this, they didn't. They. It was like you could barely see it off to the side, her head bobbing around. So you knew she was, you know, she was blowing him. But like, they didn't really get too too close to graphic with this one. Well, he 
Proctor himself, pro- the the actor, probably mm-hmm. wasn't okay with the nudity. Okay. Because I feel like that, and I feel like that's really hard to like get that close and personal in a fake sucking dick. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? True. Like, it's not that's like you true. can. That's unless- true. <laughs> you're gonna have to be doing it if yeah. you're gonna get that close with the camera. And the and the lady was like, "Wow, well, I'm not going that close." And this dude's like, "Yeah, no, 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 dude, that's fine. We're not gonna do that." So yeah. they're like, "All right, well, let's just get." a third of that on the the very bare corner of it and then we can we can show it we can show that part yeah and while she's fucking sloppy toppy and him with a bonnet on (laughs) proctor takes his fucking shirt off and he's got a big ass tattoo of fucking jesus on his back crucified which i am like that kind of is a turn off in my opinion bro crazy and he's pulling teeth out of his knuckles yeah dude that was crazy I'm just like, wow. Dude, I love that term, though. I think I wish we, if we named these episodes like f- funny things instead of what the actual episode, you know, show is, it w- this one would be sloppy topping with a bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny as fuck, I'm dude. I'm just saying, like, it was, was a lot. Funny. I was like, okay. Oh, the bonnet man. thing was like. But yeah, Mr. Jesus across his, his, so now we see he's this crazy religious-y kind of weird, like super powerful evil dude. Yeah, and I don't even think he's religious. I feel like the tattoo of Jesus is like a fuck you to Jesus. Oh, you think think, so? Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to get tattooed when you're Amish or whatever. Maybe. Oh, maybe, yeah, you're right. Maybe it's like fuck you to that old existence. Yeah, so he probably like did it as like a... um, Wow. You know, like an ironic thing to get a giant tattoo of Jesus on your back. Yeah. Whilst all that is happening... Lucas, he's meeting. He's get. He's with the 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 people at the precinct, and the lady's telling him about they're about to. They're going to swear him in, and there's this thing, and that, that after the ceremony, Proctor throws this huge party, and he's gonna. It's in his honor to be, you know, because he's the new sheriff, and it's to introduce him to all the different people in the community and these kinds of people, and so Lucas is like, oh God, you know. And she's like, oh, well, we got to get you dressed up so that you have the the right uniform now that you're going to be our sheriff. You need your your uniform. So they're in there all getting dressed up and shit. And she's like, well, is any of your family coming? And he's like, I don't have any family. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. And she says something about his pants not fitting right. (laughs) And and she's like, you can get them tailored. And he's like, oh, they're fine. They're fine. Yeah. But he goes and he gets sworn in and they do the whole swearing in thing, which was super dramatical. Yeah. He says the whole, you swear to do this and uphold the law and that to your knowledge, you wouldn't have done things to, you know, all this stuff that you swear, you swear. And he just says it all, just repeats everything back. And now, boom, our felon is a sheriff. sheriff. Yeah. And they go to this party Mm -hmm. and like his ex-bay is going to be there with her husband yeah they pull up and you find out that and they make a comment when they pull up right she says something to her husband like isn't this awkward that like the guy that you were trying to convict for racketeering is now hosting you at his party you know what i mean he's like oh no not awkward at all like he's being sarcastic but but yeah but that's the thing right like it's a small town so even if something like that happened you still have to kind of go along with what you know these these niceties you know because you failed at doing it which means you couldn't prove that he was a criminal which means like unless the law says he's a criminal he's not so now he's a businessman he's one of the more powerful people in town you should respect him yep and proctor's got a nice ass house he's got oh, like a Jesus, mansion yeah. with an indoor or with a in-ground swimming pool yeah, it's and real nice he is throwing a shin dig it looked yeah. like a nice buffet open bar i was like okay proctor yep, yep. throw a party then yeah but so Lucas is like walking around and meeting people, talking to people. 
And he meets the district attorney. Yep. Uh, I don't remember what his actual name is. I forget though. it too. But the district attorney's like, oh, honey, come <laughs> meet our brand new sheriff. And so Carrie like, comes. This is my wife, Carrie. She comes around with the. And she looks at him and just looks like she's about to fall through the floor. She's like, oh, shit. I was just fantasizing about you this morning. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, huh, Lucas Hood. And she's like, uh, uh. And her husband's like, honey, are you okay? And she's like, oh, sorry, I'm not myself today. Yep. And he's like, well, then who are you? Yeah, that was great. If you're not yourself, then who are you? <laughs> nice. And she's like, ha-ha. And ha. he's like, you'll have to excuse me. And he keeps walking off and talking to people. Um, but yeah, dude, this was how awkward. How awkward. Well, how awkward is how long this fucking episode is, even though it's only an hour. <laughs> Oh my God. Like, I feel like we've talked about three episodes and it's only yeah. been like half of one. Yeah, it's insane. Like, it's crazy. And we skipped a bunch, I feel like. <laughs> I think we just jumped a little bit of things. But what ends up happening from here is she he goes out to meet her. Like, he's being introduced to people throughout. Proctor comes by and says hello and, and introduces him to some people, like the native, uh, the, the chief of the natives that are there. Mm-hmm. And then um, he sees Carrie going out to smoke a cigarette. So he's like, All right, I'm, you'll have to excuse me. And he follows her out there. And they start. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're a sheriff now? And he's like, mind your business, bitch. Yeah. He's like, basically, hey, if you, I figured if you could do it, I could do it. Yeah. Which, yeah. fair. True. Clearly. Yep. And he takes her to the trunk of his car. And he's like, hey, I need you for something. Yeah. And he goes, what's up? And this motherfucker has a safe. Yeah. In his trunk. He it's stole a, a sheriff's a captain's safe or something, an whatever. Old it's sheriff's called. safe, yeah. apparently. He stole it. Yep. And he's, he's like He's been a sheriff for a day. He's like, I can't get I can't open that, but I know you can. And she's like, No, I'm not doing this for you. Fuck off. So that's what we get also, oh, so you know, she's she she can do shit like this too. Not that she was like with him at the time. Yeah. Right? No, so she leaves, she goes back and he turns around and Pop gets punched right in the face. Done. Well, it looked like he got hit with a in the head with a pipe got or something. Got hit with something, yeah. Because like he was bleeding. Yeah, he went down. Cut but, back into the back into the party. And everybody's kind of like chit chatting, and all of a sudden, Mister Moody, who got his teeth fucking knocked out, yep. starts screaming, "Proctor, Proctor, you fucking dutchy! His fucking teeth are. He, he looks had like, like three teeth. <laughs> he looks like sloth, dude. His yeah. teeth are all fucked up." <laughs> And as soon as that happened, Proctor's like a fucking assistant, the silent assassin. Yeah. Who looks like Pee Wee Herman's like evil twin or something. Yeah. Comes walking down the steps and he whips his glasses off. Like he's about to get down. Like he was about to fuck that dude up. And and let's not forget your dude who's screaming has a gun, shoots it, right? Everybody just darts ducking and Carrie grabs her husband and and puts him to the ground like, like she's ready to protect him. Like that was like, yo, she's got a lot more behind her than we think. Most definitely. And her husband seemed very embarrassed by it. Yeah. And he seemed to be like, the fuck is she? Where did you learn how to do this kind of thing was in her eyes. Right. But yeah, like you said, the assistant was coming in like he was about to throw down and he got right up on that. That dude. And Lucas ends up coming out of nowhere. Pop, pop. Yep. Kills the dude and he ends up in the pool. Yep. My thinking, though, is like everybody dropped to the ground while this dude was still shooting. And I'm like, how come nobody was trying to run? Anytime I see anything on the news about shootings, people are scattering. They're cockroaches when when the light comes on. But here, everybody just stayed on the ground like, okay, shoot us if you want. 
I don't know. Maybe because they're in the country and there's nothing to hide behind. Do you think they also d- heard him calling for Proctor? So they're like, all right, he's not going to shoot me. He's, yeah. he's trying to shoot Proctor. Yeah. Okay. Probably. But yeah, so Lucas ends up killing him and everybody's like, what the fuck the hell did you just do? And I mean, reasonable Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And he like walks up and he's all bloody and yep. in the head and all that. And Proctor comes up to him and he's like, thanks a lot. Which I thought this was going to be the end of the fucking episode. <laughs> but it's not. Like, this is another one of those episodes where every time I think it's over, there's like a little bit more. Yeah. And a little bit more. Yeah. But Proctor end up comes <laughs> coming up to him and he's like, oh, so uh, thanks a lot for all your help. You know, couldn't have done it without you, guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, no problem. And Proctor's kind of trying to like get him to like meet with him so that they can discuss further matters or like getting to know each other or figuring out ways to help each other pretty Mm -hmm. much and you can tell lucas is just like "Uh uh-huh because i don't think even though he is actually a criminal i don't think he's going to no i don't think so either no i don't think so i think he's he's a criminal but doing this and acting out as a cop is going to be a thing that starts to change him where he's going to start making good decisions and be a hero kind of a thing you know what i mean even though he's still going to have these kind of undercurrents of being a thief kind of like dexter you know where he mm-hmm. was like still killing people but like worked for the police or whatever it was yeah um i think that's the deal with with this character and how it's playing out it's how it's how it feels for me yeah yeah i definitely think so too but earlier in the episode we also found out uh we had skipped it but some guys the the guys that had been following yeah lucas earlier yes let's talk about that because there was a scene after when you know he called job uh, lucas called job to get him to, to to create these the ids for him so then at some point in the show earlier we got a, a scene where job was working on it and his assistant comes in and he's like there are two men here that want to see you and he's like are they cops he's like i don't know so he's looking at them on a security cam and he's like take all the hard drives and go go out in the car keep it running be waiting for me and he sees these cops are coming and he's like, all right, getting ready. He's shutting everything down. He stands up and those guys walk in and he's like, well, can I, can I see some credentials? Well, first he's like, you know what guys, we're not open yet, but I could take you upstairs. They're like, no, 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 no. We're not here for that. We need some information. And he's like, can I see your credentials? Yeah. And the one guy in a suit. Spider. I'm going to call him Spider because on the side of his his, the, his neck, he had a tattoo of a spider. And the other dude had like a tattoo of something, but it was both in the exact same kind of location. And I was yeah. like, is that kind of like the prerequisite for this gang? You have to yeah, have a tattoo right here. Yeah, you got to have a right tattoo here. on your neck <laughs> to make it known that you're definitely not a cop. Right, right. But, <laughs> but this is Spider, Spider tattoo. Yeah. yeah. But when he hands Job the card, Job's like, this isn't a badge. Right. And did you notice the writing was like in Russian? Yeah. Yep. And the guy's like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. And Job immediately starts trying to fight. Yeah. And that's why I was like, okay, now this guy can fight too, dude. Because he's just, he puts the other guy out of commission. He like hits him or slices him or something. He like and then, cut him in, in the face with a knife. Dude, it was insane. And the other dude like fucking just boom, duh, decks him in the forehead. Yep. But Job knows how to, he knows how to play victim. Yeah. Because he's like, oh my God, I know the guy that you're looking for. Yeah. And he's like, we work for a rabbit. Yeah, yeah, Rabbit wants to see them both, he says. Mm-hmm. And Job is like, well, I don't know anything. I just I just know that he came looking for the regular stuff, you know, credit cards, IDs, whatever. And he's like, I'll go get the file. It's in the other room. Yeah. And the guy's like, yeah, you do that. Yeah. And so Job goes 
running out and then boop. Well, not even. He was. This is what I love, dude. Wasn't running nothing. He's walking out. Like you could tell he's pissed. He's like walking with a purpose, pulls this thing out of his pocket and just hits a button. And behind him, the entire salon explodes. And he's yeah. just walking, like getting in the car, like, let's go. And then the gay guy that's driving the car is like <laughs> singing to some pop song. Da- the explosion doesn't even phase him, dude. He's just having a good old time in there. And Job is like, drive. Yeah, dude. He was a badass like that, walking away and just fucking sh- exploding the place. I was like, damn. Oh, most definitely. Right. But from that alone, you can tell that like, I feel like Lucas is a little more to him criminal wise mm-hmm. than the average. Yeah. So I feel like Proctor may be underestimating him. Oh, 100%. 100%. This is, you're talking about an, uh, the level of, of criminal that, that Lucas and his friends came from and Proctor and Littletown, you know, power. You know what I mean? I don't think he knows what he's getting himself into with these two. But like you said, after Proctor's party, right, it ends up cutting to these this Russian dude he survived the explosion. You could see on the side of his face, there's a little bit of a burn, but somehow he must've been getting away or whatever happened. They don't show us, but he survived it. And he goes walking into this building and there's some guy there playing chess. Mm -hmm. And as soon as the guy walks in, uh, the guy that was playing chess walks over to him and he goes, everything gone, not even a hard drive. And spiders like, no, everything's gone. It was all destroyed. And he's like, you need to find them. Yeah. And this dude's just like, all right, I'll figure it out. Yep, yep. (laughs) So the dude's face is like fucked up, but he's just like out here for this purpose and he leaves. Yeah, that's it. That's the end of the- Banshee. Show, yeah. It was it was fun, I'll tell you that. I do like the story. I like the idea of what's happening here. There's also an underlying storyline of this kind of going back to your old- like you're after going away for some time and Jonathan Tropper, the guy who writes this, mm-hmm. um, he's very well known for writing stories about people who leave their hometowns or leave certain situations from their youth. They go away for a while, but then they come back and have to interact with people again after all this time having passed. So there's a lot of his, th- those themes he plays with in this. That's mm-hmm. a big thing is the 15 years that have passed the family of criminals that, these people all were how they interacted with each other now he's coming back and they've all moved on right and so he's got to figure out it's like when you leave after high school and you come back you know 20 20 years later and everybody's got kids now and families and you're you're trying to figure out what you used to have as familiar is not familiar anymore Mm -hmm. right so i do like that i like that a lot but i also like that coming back and not having the life you were used to he decided to just create something completely different. And now he just took on someone else's life. Yeah. But now he's also like trying to get his old lover back. Like yeah, that's wh- the whole it's thing. It's so cringe. That part's kind of cringe. Cause it's like, unless the DA turns out to be a fucking dick and, and like beats his wife and shit. It's like, dude, does he deserve that? They have kids. Like, I know exactly. You know? And then does he deserve to find out that like that daughter might not be his daughter? Exactly. Right? And that might have been the thing that made him marry her because she trapped him into it, making mm-hmm. him think. You know what I mean? There's a lot of bullshit there, dude. Yeah, there definitely is. But that also adds another layer to Carrie's character. This, this again, this lady who's trying to, she was done with that. She barely escaped, right? She got the drop on her, so they took the money and the diamonds. So 
having been finally having a chance to be like, you know what, I can leave that whole world behind now and just do something completely different and be normal. Like now that's all come back to her. Like yep. your past came back and you were not expecting it. Now you're fucked. And I feel like that's the air of like you, everything that's done in the dark comes in the light kind of thing. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like you ran away from it, bitch, but it yep. came a knocking. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I, so I do like that aspect also. But then there's also that other side of her that, did like that that enjoyed that life so much so that like she still kind of slips into it like you could Mm -hmm. tell there were a few times she was wanted to kind of slip into it with him Mm -hmm. while she was with lucas but then also like when the dude comes shooting and she just puts her husband to the ground to protect him like she's fucking military or some shit yeah do you know what i mean yeah yeah it was cool i mean it was cool uh the only things that were kind of that kind of took me out of it at times was certain things that were a little bit too over the top for me you know what i mean once that happens a lot of times it'll take me out of a movie or a show and it doesn't have to always be realistic but those things just take me out sometimes yeah because you want something that's like at least plausible at least right you know like it can't it doesn't have to be like the whole point of movies is that it's going to be things that aren't going to happen in real life right like you know but at least make it a plausible situation so that's why and and the the falling the falling double-decker bus fine that will happen but the fact that it literally slid like 14 blocks (laughs) while he was running and this dude's shooting at him. And, and he's got all short of that little legs. He's not running that fast. And shit's missing. Like, bullets are mad missing him like crazy, dude. I'm like, come on, dude. Yeah, and then that dude shot the the dude with the helmet squarely in the face, and he can't shoot the guy standing next to yes, him. Yes, exactly, dude. So, like, that kind of piece, you know. Um, when he blew the hole in his hand, that was just a little overboard with the kind of looking through it thing. I was like, mm. you could have been like, ah, oh, shit. And you see that there was a hole in it. But then when he had to actually... Make yeah. sure to make a show of holding it up to be, and I was like, ah, it's a little much. It did have a lot of like very Tarantino aspects of yes, it. Yes, it yes, did. yes, yes. Yeah. It did, but it's okay. It was fun. I mean, I I went forward, and the story does get better. Yeah. But it is, um, for me, it's like there's a lot that happens in the episodes, so it's kind of hard to like focus on. Gotcha. For so long. Gotcha. You know? Yeah, yeah. I do know what you mean. Because like, if I've watched this episode at least seven times because we've had to record. <laughs> Tried to remember all of them. Literally, and every like, little scene. And it's so hard for me to remember everything because it just there's so much that happens. Like, it was. I would find myself like getting just like, oh fuck, what happens next? <laughs> oh shit! Oh, what, fuck, what, the what hell happens did, next? What already happened? Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it. I totally do. Do you want to do something light for the next one? Oh, I don't care. I'm here for whatever. After this being a, an, an hour and a half long dive into it was some only intense like an hour. shit. That's the yeah. sad thing. Like it felt like it was 50 something minutes. Years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's a comedy that I've been hearing a lot of really good things about and I wanted to check it out. So let's let's I figure let's do it for the show. Okay. It's called Abbott Elementary. Okay. Have you seen anything about this? I have not. It's about these kid, these teachers in this school in an elementary school, but it's supposed to be a comedy. It's supposed to be funny. All right. Um, I think you see it on Hulu. Okay. I like I like funny. So, yeah. I say we check it out. All right. I'm here for it. All righty then. Sweet. Well, damn, dude. Let's, let, let's not go like 17 weeks again. I know. The oh, my God. We'll be good. At, we'll, let's, we'll, we'll make sure we do them every week until I have to go away to, to Nashville. And maybe even then we'll do like a special episode right before I leave or something. Yeah. 
something. have something in the bag ready to go. Most definitely. Yeah. Anyway. All right, guys. Listen, thanks so much for, for checking out the episode and being patient for us to come back. We'll see you guys next week. Go ahead and hit the, the socials, Instagram, Facebook, Tube Time Podcast, right? Or Tube Time. No, it's at Tube Time, tube time Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk. It's been a while since we recorded. I know. So I'm like rusty. You're out, of, you're out of practice. Yeah, go hit the Tube Time Podcast uh, socials. Give us a like, comment. Let us know what you think of the episodes. Give us suggestions for episodes. Yeah, we're all about it. Until next time, I'm Chris. I'm Courtney. And this has been Tube Time. And if you want to see some titties, go watch Banshee. Because there's some huge milkers literally two minutes in. <laughs> Slap it, tap it with a bonnet on. <laughs>